good people of Los Angeles tonight on the FC FC FSA FSA pod. It's Jason. It's Richard. Yep. It's fashion. It's design. It's Los Angeles. It's football. It's cards coming out of the top of the middle pocket. It's tea being poured <laughs> out of the gaiwan. It's grails being discussed. It's dorsum being big upped. It's Benchy being talked about way more than Benchy could even handle being talked about. But we all know he's gonna love it, ain't you, Chi? Yeah. Give me my cards, mother. Slam you want to hit him with the warning? Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the backyard. I do have my dog back here. Helicopters flying. Cars rolling by. Pendulce man. The, do do we have the Pendulce man? Yeah, he came oh, earlier. Oh man, I haven't heard him in a while. But we're back in the backyard. Y'all know what it is, and it's the same dirty mouth, foul mouth individuals that you love to hate. So if you're at work or around children where you shouldn't be listening to profanity, this is probably a good time to stop listening. Fuck you, broke boys. Get your money up so you can go to union. FCFC. FCFC pod where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. It's your favorite Korean thicky. Slim. <laughs> Sitting across from me is Josh Sexy Spice. Huh? And we have the bearded one who's turning a new leaf and being really fucking fashionable these days and it's throwing me the fuck off. They told me it was a fashion pod. So there you go. <laughs> Jeez, that's it? Wait, last, last week you were wearing you were wearing like a, a two thousand dollar smoking Dude, jacket. Dude, I don't know how much any of these things. Two thousand dollar smoking jacket. Them. I was gifted. The, oh, this is still the the. This yeah, is the Benny Bronco fashion this is, show. This is, might still be the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see I how many weeks we items. get of. I received some items. <laughs> <Yeah>. So Ben, <laughs> Dewey's has a new stylist. He. <laughs> yeah. uh, he kind of can't do anything. He's stuck at home, so he's just fucking styling Dweez now. He's just Wait. seating Dweez all his all his clothes. Wait, don't you guys know about the the like the fifteen year old kid in England that styles all the footballers out there? Have you heard about this guy? No. Yeah, he like everybody in all the leagues like contacts his dude to get him sneakers, get him whatever. You know, everybody's got to have their guy that gets them their things, right? So. Damn, that's a that's gotta be a fly ass fifteen year old if he's giving fucking fashion advice to all the multi millionaires. I gotta see it to believe it. I gotta see it to believe. We'll we'll get into that. He back. probably looks like Jason's homie. <laughs> but anyway, I haven't even introduced him yet. Uh, tonight we have very special guests in the backyard. If if the world were the way I wanted it and all of it was just full of dickheads, these are the guys that provide the condoms for these dickheads. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass real quick. That's right. We have... Dipping in their armor. We have a brother that I've actually met through um, Kid Exchanges Breaks. Uh, who we're gonna do do a podcast with soon, a little, little cross pod, and um, talk to a little shit because he cleans house in there. But uh, um, he he actually does amazing things in the the fashion world and in, in the photography. And uh, we want to hear his story because he's he's a patron of LA, and we're here to hear 
LA stories. Mr. Richard Dick Brooks is in the backyard. Dick Brooks! And a special guest all the way back from shitty Portland to visit the fam. We have Jason Kim of Nike in the backyard this evening. He's not speaking That's on Nike's back. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. funny is Jason, <laughs> I, when I introduced him, he just looked at me and nodded his head. I know. I know. Dude, you guys you guys got HR over there. I, I think Richard has a little little more leniency. Uh but not much probably. Not much. Just streetwear life is is something special these days. But hush hush. Appreciate y'all joining us in the backyard. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to y'all. Cheers Thank you for coming everybody. on. We got clinks, we got dings, we got Orion, we got Pacifico, Henny. We're back in the backyard again. Two two consecutive weeks back hey. in person. No more Zoom pods for the time being. For now. We'll see how it goes. Kobe's running around. We're loving it. So, Jason, you've been in the backyard before. You, you You're familiar with the pod. You're familiar with the fam. You know that the first football question is coming your way. Yeah. Would you like to take it? Your first, your oldest football sure, memory. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. My first uh, football memory, I say, is like with my dad watching. Uh, I forgot which World Cup, but um, this dude would. Uh, he would be like super strict and stuff, but for this some dude as in your father. Dude, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. This dude though. <laughs> <laughs> stranger. I swear, man, he, he's like the weirdest guy. He would be so strict at some stuff, but for some weird reason, he like let me uh, watch this uh, soccer game. It was like on a Wednesday or something, like on a weekday, and then I was like in like, like fifth or sixth grade, and then he just let me ditch school, and he was like, dude, like, you could uh, just watch this soccer game and go to school, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now, dude? Really? You yeah, you ain't really ever hear any reason for a Korean kid to be missing school when we were growing up. Like, yeah, so that that's crazy, dude. I was like, wait, what the fuck, dude? Like, damn, you gonna actually let me stay home and watch a soccer game? Like, all right, dude, it's time. <laughs> was he like, you're watching it with me right now, or like, was it just like, just go find, go find somewhere to watch with your friends? How no, was no, that? So like? It was just like, like, uh, like at home. Yeah, it was just. I don't like, think in fifth grade you really had a homie's pet that you were gonna pull up at two a.m. and watch <laughs> a footy match, bro. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I'll be the six pack, bro. <laughs> right, yeah, I'll so was it a World Cup match? Do you remember what it was? Who it was, they played? Yeah, you, who was playing? Do you remember? I don't remember who remember? was playing, yeah. dude. It was like so so long time ago, but I just remember it was like a World Cup for sure. And then yeah, he just let me like stay home that day, which is super crazy. So was that two thousand two? Something like that. I'm like so bad with. But that. you know, <laughs> it's like of all the memories that have ever been shared, that's one of the most like positive associations I've ever heard. Like, anything that got you out of school, mm -hmm. like, instant, you instantly love this, right? Yeah. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. He doesn't know who's playing. He doesn't even know anything. But he's like, this got me out of school. Mm -hmm. I am already open to it. I'm already positive about it. That's dope. Uh, Richard, you got a, an um, oldest football memory you can share? Yeah. I first saw, I remember 2006. That's, what, Germany World Cup? Yep. Uh, I was a senior in high school. And I remember one day, it was, like, lunchtime, and, like, it was there wasn't as many people out at lunch for some reason and i was like was like walking around like oh like i wonder where my homies are and i text somebody and he was like oh we're all in uh i forgot my teacher i forgot the teacher's name they were all in some teacher's classroom watching the games and i was like oh all right like i guess i'll meet you guys in there and <laughs> I, I remember like walking in and i was like this like that's honestly the first time i think i've ever watched like a legit like a full soccer match it was like yeah. that entire lunch break and it was like that for 
like the rest of the World Cup. So we would all just like during lunch, like just all meet up in, in in the classroom, watch the games, and yeah, I think the first game, I think it was Spain playing. I don't remember who they were playing against, but Did they whooped that ass. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, remember I think it was. Uh, I think it was Torres. I think it was Fernando Torres. Mm-hmm. And I was like the first guy. I was like, I was like, damn, like that dude is really, I'm, really good. Like, I am much better <laughs> everybody else that's on the field. Like I remember seeing that and be like, okay. And yeah, then, and I'm uh, sure the announcers were like saying his yeah, name yeah, over his and name. over yeah, again. So I remember, yeah. I remember, was he was he blonde at this time? I, I can't remember. It was short. It was I believe it was still short haircut. Um, but yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember him like being a dude, and I was like, damn. And then uh, after like that World Cup had like ended um fifa became like a big thing with mm. me and all the homies like after we graduated high school like that was like our summer like we all we probably went to like a blockbuster and rented it and got hella late fees on it pro- i don't, I don't honestly, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if we did uh, and that was just like yeah that was the summer playing fifa and yeah Damn, that's late how fees. I started. Yeah. <laughs> that just took me to leave. You know, fees. yeah. So FIFA was like the entryway for a lot of people to get super fucking in love with this game, right? Mm, yeah. Do you remember the first team that you picked, or oh, or like how how did you? Is this a favorite color that you're like? Um, or you, you're looking for Torres? Like what, what was no, the first team? So my first team, I think, was Juventus because I remember liking their jerseys. I can't remember a single player that I would have used in that year, mm. but I remember Juventus being one of my like early teams uh that was the nedved trezeguet yeah oh, pavel yeah. yeah um i'm trying to think who else i would use uh del piero was still on the team at that time yes del piero was that's yeah he was my guy that's who i would shoot mm-hmm. you could just kind of like shoot from wherever with that guy and have a really good chance of something going in so already um, from there it was a fashion thing that brought you to juve to me yeah i liked i liked the like i knew like you could see that like, that was a like it was a good team uh-huh. and to me at that time like i didn't know anything about juve like juve at all like mm. i wasn't watching soccer like routinely like that and it turns out like they're like dominating that league every year and yeah like the sick yeah. one of the sickest collapse they're yeah, I have the goalie kit of that one. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. it is great. Um, but yeah, so it was we've been this for a long time, and then uh, I think I I used Arsenal for a while. Uh, but you realize that was a mistake pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> I wish Honestly, I could have used Arsenal for a while and then moved on. <laughs> so I really wish that there was. I, I had no. Like, How did you do that? Richard? I didn't. I had no. I had no like. I had no loyalty to a team at that time. I was just yeah. like, damn, like. Just like which stars, kids were the sickest. Four and a half stars. Like my, my, <laughs> yeah. at that time, I, I lived. Yeah, I lived with. Um, I lived with my friend Ray, and he was like a Chelsea. He was a diehard Chelsea fan, and I was just like, "Fuck! I need to have a team that can like compete against fucking like Drogba and Anelka because those mother like I yeah. I hated playing against those two. Like <laughs> hated, and it was just like, all right, well, I can use Arsenal. They have big center backs that are like. Somewhat decent, and they got. This is a different you know, era of Arsenal people. Yeah, <laughs> Arsenal, yeah. So, so bring Murdersacker back. Let's go. That's, <laughs> her. That's, yeah, that's her. What, uh, that was that was an early squad, and then I think once I uh, found out about Robin Van Persie, that's when I hopped over to becoming a Man U fan. Hey. Oh, you know what? That, that was just like Robin Van Persie. Once he found out about Robin Van Persie, uh, he yeah. left Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. You guys can't make fun of what I'm already making fun of myself for. I right? see what you're doing. But we will. Van Persie was 
one of my like early favorite players. Uh, we made him. And yeah, <laughs> and you guys exploited. He finished. Yeah, he finished we, it. we pimped him out hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we dropped Wait, him. Wait, Jason, when did you transition from I don't know what the hell's going on the on the field to actually like yeah follow like what Richard's saying like following teams, playing with teams, knowing players, like all that shit. Did you have a first favorite team? Well, I'll probably say through FIFA, yeah. Was, yeah dude. Like, yeah, we didn't watch that much, uh, like, uh, American soccer, I'll say, but, uh, yeah, everyone always had FIFA for some reason. Yeah, it was really crazy. So but who were who are the teams you started with? Barcelona, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. This is like Ronaldinho Barcelona days? Is that is that what that was? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Samuel like, Eto'o. Uh, oh, Eto'o's nice, dude. man. Do you guys want me to keep bringing them? Because I can tell you about oh. Deco. Deco's, Deco. his balls from midfield, yeah, there you go. But, yeah, it's, even from, like, America stuff, like, it was just fun, like, playing with, like, all the teams and shit, like, getting to, like, know all the players and stuff, like, Drogba and Chelsea, or, like, you know, Beckham and, like, uh, uh, United and stuff like that, yeah, definitely FIFA had a big part in, like, uh, like my soccer upbringing. Yeah. FIFA sponsored the pod. If you're oh, listening, see, right now, see, now listening right now, we know. So did FIFA come first for you or Man U? FIFA for sure. So I, who were you choosing when you started? Uh, we had FIFA '98 World Cup edition. So oh, okay. We I, I don't even remember the Premier League teams. I don't remember any European teams. We you're were just doing countries. My, my my me and my dad would just do Brazil versus Argentina. Hey, that's yeah, the, that's the two best it. countries in the yeah. world, right? And just like uh, we'd love to play the indoor futsal, the gym, the hardwood gym. And it was like all pixelated shit, but it was beautiful. <laughs> but I will say that because I watched my first World Cup was 98, I have a soft spot for France that year. And I love Zizou and I love all those guys. So that's that's kind of where my, my, my love for French history shit comes from. And we see all that. But R- Richard, I seen you on um, on Kid Exchange. You're uh, kind of the, the crown prince of the Netherlands, bro. Oh, my God. Where did that come Look, from? So uh, the Netherlands, I honestly, some of my like, soccer moments that stick with me in my head that Van Persie like the flying header mm. yeah. that's like always like one of my favorite moments that happened I just remember watching that live and being like wow like I love this sport I love this game that was crazy uh, that I remember so my fiance's Mexican uh, we watched that Netherlands Mexico oh, no. the, the Noera Pinal <laughs> game at her family's house, I had on my Netherlands jersey. Oh, shit. And yeah, oh, that happened. And you're still that here. Happened. You're still here and, with and us I, today, look, which is surprising. I, you know, after that happened, I was like, yeah, like I have to, like I'm dedicated now. Like, yeah, you are, you are with me. And at that time, I was only just Netherlands. Uh, not until I found out about Ajax, uh, that Champions League year when they beat Real. Yeah. Uh, that's when I was like, dude, like watching them play, I was just like, dude, they look like they're having so much fun. Like, mm. I don't ever see people just like randomly throwing out a spin move, just like for no reason. Like the young, uh, the Cruyff turn like, all the time. Yeah, like yeah. for like, you don't even need to do that move, but you know what? <laughs> it looks great. And like they would do like, they just look so smooth the way they played that that season. I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and rock with this team. Mm. And like, I love their jerseys. Their jerseys are literally some of my favorite jerseys. Like. Yeah, the old the, school ones. For those listening, Richard walked in with the what's that? What this is, co- is uh, that color? the blue two thousand one away kit. This is the for away Ajax. Kit. Yeah, for he Ajax. Had the Ajax. Yeah, this was uh, the Ibrahimovic Schneider mm. year. Yeah, 
Uh, I heard uh, Schneider's coming to United this summer, so we're bro, looking forward look. to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and another reason I became like a diehard um, Netherlands fan is because there came like I'm always when I play FIFA, I, I don't like using like the top five star teams. Like I was always trying to find like that that low key team that was like sure. good, but like uh, so you just you played with Everton all the time. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they're not that bad this year. Someone they, they call some you players. a football hipster. I'm, I mean. Look, I for the longest time I was not dedicated to squads until recently. But mm. um, Galatasaray, that year when they had Drogba and Schneider, I was like, "Yo, like, I can pick them. They're like maybe like a four-star team, but they got two ballers." And yeah, Schneider was winning me a lot, a lot of games. So that was uh, that's when I became a diehard Schneider fan, and that's that's solidified in, that solidified me with the Netherlands and. Yeah. So uh, I can't I can't remember if Schneider in, was in a World Cup game or it was uh, when he was winning the treble with Inter, but when he had that oh. backwards header and he like started patting his head like that, like what a what a disrespectful celebration! I fucking love it. He's Pro- yeah. he seemed like he'd be a bad person. To, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, like in a lot of ways, but you want him on your team. Oh so yeah, yeah, like yeah. You'd have done anything to have that kind of guy. Yeah. Football yeah. professor Dweez, um, yeah. I have a question for you. Uh, Dutch football. We haven't talked a lot about Dutch football outside of um, the God, the one true God, Gus Hiddink. But God. let me tell you a story about Christ. Yeah, no, talk, you're talking. Talking. Oh, <laughs> Let me through. Let is me there? Tell you. Let me tell you a story they have about so many Cruyff. good players, especially like if you play FIFA. Like, oh yeah, Hullet is so Hullet good, is nice, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he's he so had good. the long hair flowing and laid, the dreads, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. he has an album on. It's in my, it's on my phone. But I didn't, I seen somebody post like the album cover that he has. I'm just like, what? Like, he did, he did it all. He was like the first. I feel like one of the early like athletes turns like music yeah. artists. You know, yeah. like. But why is he taking a bite out of Pogba every chance he gets, man? Hey, what the look, fuck is that about? Look, man, I don't know. It's look. <laughs> different love, era. Different I love, era. I love Pogba too. I love Pogba. I love Pogba. He's he's turning it around. But Professor Dweez, talk talk yet, to us about but... is there in, in your in your travels across the continents and World Cups? Do you want to talk about total football in the 1970s? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't really Give want to me... talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. But is there like um, so stereotypically like pure the pure football, pure the purity of football? Does well, the Netherlands just do it right? Is it just a Croy mythology that's there? So okay. you're a Barcelona man as well, so. Well, yeah. So I mean, those of us who love, who. Even if you don't love them, even if you're a Real Madrid fan, you could appreciate Tiki Taka Barca. If you could appreciate everything that they did during those years. I mean, I think, actually, shout out to Heart of LAFC Pod. I was listening to one of their episodes recently, and Joseph Zachary brought up the Pass and Move. Uh, it's a Netflix series or a Netflix movie, I think. It's called pa- Pass, Then Move, or something like that. And it's all about this one season of Barcelona during the Pep Guardiola era. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, if you appreciate any of that, then you also appreciate Dutch football. Because mm. a lot of those ideas and a lot of that was an evolved version of what total football was. And this idea that like, every player is going to play. Yeah, yeah. Just like function. And the way that the movement happened and the fluidity is a little bit more um, positionally like. I think, you know, I've ne- I haven't watched a lot of, like, 1950s and 1940s football. Hey, you're wet, bro. It was a lot more, you know, positional and a lot more, like,
like strategic in a sense and you relied on like certain players to do certain things and have certain functions and everyone gets frustrated these days when we talk about LAFC which in a lot of ways I mean come on Bob Bob, Bob Bradley has mo- tried to model LAFC from the beginning off of things he loved about Barcelona he's mm. been very open about that mm-hmm. and the fluidity of like our front three for example that like no one's really the number nine and the fact that we haven't bought a legitimate <laughs> number nine like drives people crazy but that's all from this idea that like you know, it's going to be a lot harder for a team to defend you. It's going to, you're going to be able to create a lot more chances if everyone can do a lot of things at different times, and it's not going to sure. be so rigid. So, but I am thinking about the I, strikers of Barcelona right now, thing, and I'm like... Can I just add one thing in here that's, like, kind of a weird uh, asterisk for everyone to want to go research more on? Apparently, some people say, Tottenham fans. Tottenham fans say that the 1960s Tottenham teams were actually the models for Dutch total football. So for those listening who are into Tottenham or who are into Tottenham research, maybe you can fucking hit us with the, with the emails and explain that one to me. But I've heard, I've heard a lot of conspiracy theories about Dutch football's origins coming, from, coming across the channel from Tottenham during their 60s teams. As we all like to make fun of Tottenham now, you guys haven't wanted Trivoupi since black and white since like the 1960s. It was actually an era where they were really good. So I'm not gonna say here nor there as a proud LA gooner over here. Hey. But um, so that's 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 the Dutch football. I don't know hey. why we got so far down. No, hey, I want to I want to stick with the like, we're talking about FIFA. We're talking about how we choose teams, and I think sticking with the the footy nerdy stuff for a bit. I think sometimes we attribute the the personality or the culture of a country to their play style, whether true or false or not or whether maybe that's harmful in the long term but like the flair of the brazilians right yeah, the dribbling of ability of it yeah. right or like um or the rigidness of the german defense yeah. right like yeah. it's like it's it's cultural the machine. Isn't exactly it the machine, the, machine. Seem like a bicycle? the lack of creativity the, the lack of creativity from our beloved republic of korea national team right it's like is there swashbuckling Americans? <laughs> exactly. They run hard. They run hard. They play fast. Is this like the Boston Tea Party on the field? Jesus. Like, how would you? Let's say, seeing as the U.S. probably will not qualify for any major Anything tournament. Ever again? Yeah, unless they host a damn thing. Like, how would you? Do you? Do you? Do we just recommend you fall in love with the culture and then that's your team forever? Like, you fall in love with the Canary Yellow and well, then like, you I, go. I mean, these two, Jason and our guests tonight, like, I feel like they, you guys are exemplary of like why football culture is so great is because you can come into it, especially for those of us who were born in a country where it's not the dominant, you know, we don't have an allegiance based on our parents yeah. or grandparents. We can kind of fall into it through these different lanes in FIFA and you can test out different teams and you can fall in love with a personality or a play. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for like what you plug your allegiance to. And I think that there's also nothing wrong with like, you know, just appreciating different teams and not like being such a maniac about it. Because mm. I think a lot of us are doing the cosplay thing a little bit Oof. when you try to pretend that you're like, I mean, look, support your local team for sure. If you're LAFC, you're LAFC, I get it. But like, if you're like, Oh, like screaming in a bar against some supporters across the room who actually like live in your same neighborhood, but you guys are all like talking about teams in England. It's like come, like come on, like that's like let's be real here. Are we not just playing pretend a little bit with because all the lights are down and you know it's early in the morning? Hey, <laughs> stop doing fake English accents, you fucks. It's I'm fucking... into the fake English accents. I'm just saying, like, there's a look. You just can't take yourself so seriously. You can take it seriously, and you can like be really into the game, but you just can't take yourself seriously. But we're so fucking serious about sports, man. That's what makes no, it yourself. fun. I'm saying you can be serious about it yeah, and like yeah, ride yeah. for it, but it's just like you can't like pretend that you are going to come through in 2021 
with your like I don't know Burnley kit and tell us why <laughs> Burnley is you know and, and, and then try to fight us about it. Sure. I've seen like you know yeah. pre LAFC days when I used to go to every Arsenal game at the bars. You'd see like people like getting fights about some of this shit. And you're just like, what are you guys doing? Is that not beautiful though? It's not not beautiful for the for our esteemed guests I'm, here. I've I want to hear the it. only time I watched a soccer game at a bar was because I was in Paris. And it was flex. Um, I mean, look, look. I'm sorry. I was. It was. Yeah. I was in Paris. <laughs> I was in Paris yeah, and, uh, but like, like fuck y'all. Ni- like, but yeah. I was. I was. Uh, it was Lyon versus Juventus in. Uh, was it Champions League last year? I think it was Champions League last year. Yeah, yeah. Lyon versus Juventus. Uh, it was like the only like where my hotel was at. Like the just walk down the street, and I knew the game was on. I was just like, let me just find somewhere that has a game on. And it was literally like the first bar that I found, and it was a Lyon like bar, so it was tight. I literally watched the game in there. And I might have had on a Juventus jersey, like under my hoodie, like <laughs> as, a, as a secret supporter, like yeah. wanting them to win. But yeah, Leon got the upset, and I was not mad. Like, yeah. I love my boy Depay. So shout out to them. Man, yeah, and I'm sure like being yeah. there, like and taking in oh, like dude, the excitement yeah. and energy there was like, oh okay, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like to add on to like from that whole story, I went to the last. PSG game when there was like a full stadium mm-hmm. like during that oh, trip like that was wow. like before that the... was like it was literally right before the like the, the wow. shutdown like, oh man so I got to check that off my box like damn which was tight Mbappe scored Icardi scored and that's really all I mean. yeah that was a good it was a good Dijon Dijon it was an easy game hey, for them, the but, mustard What's huh? up? yeah it was an easy <laughs> game for them but I was like you know what that's who they're playing while I'm here fuck it I'm going and turned out yeah that was right before the world kind of ended and on that note we're gonna take our first break the world just ended yeah the world just ended (laughs) we're back here with FCFC pod Josh is giddy because we have some uh some design, design folks, some some marketing folks in the building or outside the building. Rich and Jason right here represent. I'm gonna speak for myself, but y'all know Josh has great taste. Two of the most important voices <laughs> shaping menswear, oh, streetwear, high high low, all that oh. stuff. And um, so Rich Rich is at a marketing director at Union LA, which was yeah. just voted store of the year oh, by gq dgq yeah. magazine right i mean i didn't have anything to do with that but yeah I'm part shout out to marketing director yeah, yeah i'm pretty hey, sure that's no, man. that's right up I mean, here you there, you're part of it, i just bro. work there that's it man i don't i'm not i'm not the buyer i'm not the owner i just you know i just they bring they they tell me what we got coming in and i help uh let the people know what we got at the store that's hell yeah but and they make it easy they get you know we get good stuff and it's like oh well Oh, okay. Let me, know. I, I feel like I've spoken about y'all on the pod before, but I, and we also have Jason representing everything that he says on this podcast is fully representative <laughs> of, the, of the Nike Incorporation uh, worldwide. But this is um, two LA cats who represent such an important slice of this culture. I really is the tip of the spear, informing the entire world of of menswear as we know it. Jesus Christ. But I will say... Um, <laughs> you fanned it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm fanning, I'm fanning. Yeah. I've, I've talked about Union in the past because I respect what y'all have done and um, what, what Chris Gibbs has done, the owner. Just essentially wait for the kids to age up 
into understanding what great quality garment and great quality brands. Y'all were the first to have some of the Japanese brands that we know and love in store, in-house, where you can touch and feel exactly what the hell these, these guys are about. Um, Jason brings together an, a very impressive art center art center work ethic that I that I knew him for, and he worked around some small shops in LA, and then and then went up to Portland to 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 work for the swoosh. But um, Jay, I'm gonna start with you, man. You had a brief foray with uh, Nike football, which was very important, Nike soccer, and then now you work as a designer for Jordan Brand, man. Can you can you just kind of run through your first year, year and a half um, at Nike? Uh, yeah, I mean the experience has been pretty fucking great right now. To work on like cool projects, yeah. I mean, I feel like the experience would have been a lot cooler if it wasn't for like COVID, because it definitely like messed a lot of shit up. <laughs> Jason has been yeah. telling me some of the perks he was in line for, um, and yeah. because of that, COVID. I just uh. say that uh, one of the, I was supposed supposedly I was supposed to go on this trip to like Europe and watch like a soccer game, but didn't end up happening because of COVID. You know. <laughs> Watch a soccer game. Watch the Champions League final. Oh, How about that? Yeah. God. Watch a soccer game. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, I mean, you're 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 working. You were working in football. Now you're on on Jordan Brand, man. Like, what was it for you as a as 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 a dude, both from New York and LA, but you have really strong ties to the LA community here? Like, I know when we first talked about you moving over there, like you were excited, but you're like, hey, this is just kind of like. It's a big step in the right direction, but it's a step, right? Like what, as much of the journalists we've had on the past are, the kids are excited to be like right for themselves and do this stuff. But like working for Nike is a dream for all the kids in, in all the all the neighborhoods here and all the boroughs in New York, all the all the neighborhoods in LA. What was it like for you to, to get to that space? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely was like a lot of work and stuff. But yeah, I, I already knew from the get-go this podcast, I was gonna talk about my dad a lot. Dude, this guy was freaking crazy, man, I swear. Like, uh, yeah, so thankful to have, like, a fucking pops that, like, uh, uh, still does art right now, you know? Like, not a lot of people know, but uh, my dad, like, knew people like Andy Warhol and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's, yeah, it's wild. But, Is your dad so still doing... He's a painter? Like, yeah, give, yeah, us, so give he, us a breakdown here. Yeah, he, he does, like, super, like, traditional, like, watercolor cream paintings. Yeah, it's, like, people to, like, Korean restaurants. Like, landscape paintings? That, like, yeah, yeah, or, like, there's this thing called hancha. It's, like, uh, like Korean script. Much. Calligraphy, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is he still teaching calligraphy in in LA outside of COVID? Uh, he's like on and off, but um, yeah, like he still does like a lot of painting. Like uh, he does uh, painting still right now. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. nice. But um, yeah, because of this guy though, he like taught me like. Uh, I love how you refer to your pops as this guy. <laughs> I love it. This guy. That I'm this fucking guy. guy. <laughs> Yo, he's, he's a yeah, he's a crazy. Yeah, man. He just taught me like good work ethic and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, just I'll probably say like me being at Nike right now is all because of this guy. Wow, all the stuff that he taught me. Yeah, so super grateful to have like pops like that. Outside of um, kind of the the work ethic that you know your dad will instill in you. I've heard about the the advantage of, and I've I've also benefited from having cool parents. And but I've never had like an artistic artistic parent. Is it? Did he teach you about kind of like like design eye color stuff and all that stuff? Like, do you remember like learning some of the the kind of design cues even from like a truly Eastern understanding of design um, from him when you're growing up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was younger, yeah, he used to make me draw and like. 
like sketch like he'll make me like uh yeah, draw draw like mickey mouse <laughs> hell yeah stuff like that yeah like but it's funny because like all that stuff like when i was younger i didn't like it that much because i was like dude like fuck like i want to go ride a bicycle or something <laughs> <laughs> like, like fuck wrong right now but um it's, it's funny because like that was when i was younger but as i got older i started to realize like how uh helpful those skills were like especially in the field that i'm in right now it's mm-hmm. like damn like he taught me all this but uh i took it off of granted when i was younger but yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. how much all that stuff he taught me early on came into play like even at this age right now yeah wow dude freaking that's that's awesome man and and rich for you what's um i think union rightfully so has been has been gaining some 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 really good pub and like some more mainstream appeal yeah. um as uh i guess streetwear is like now just mainstream and accepted everywhere right pretty much yeah yes streetwear. what's like what's your What's the day to day now that we're peeling out of um, kind of lockdowns and all that? What's what are you guys looking forward to? What's what 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 is what 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 inspires you out of uh, your day to day experience within that store and outside of it? Um, well, this is our thirty year anniversary, so hey. congrats! It's pretty tight because every week I'm finding out like, oh, we did a collab with such and such brand, and this is what we're dropping. So right now we're. Uh, releasing the noah the noah new york uh collab this week so i've been promoting that and it's it's dope because honestly like i get to come in like owner chris gibbs sits 10 feet away from me like i get to see him at work and like see like the makings of you know like the behind the scenes stuff at the store which is great and like yeah um it's it's I'm blessed. I got lucky. Like it was, it was one of those things where I met somebody and took a job working for free there, and just kind of like flipped that into something else, interned mm-hmm. at Union, and then I'm here. And it's just yeah. Um, Can you talk through some of like, you must have seen that La Brea neighborhood change so much over oh. the time, like that you've been you know involved with the union officially unofficially like how have you seen like not only the kid like the clientele change but the kids walking so, up and down the change yeah that so block. i started i started at union two, five years uh it's gonna be my fifth year so at that time when i first started i would say majority of our customers were like were elder like men it was like it's a menswear store so it'd be like elder men like i want to say like if not already like in an established career like on their path to like an established career you know like you, it's not cheap like what we sell at Union yeah. isn't cheap like we're giving you guys like high quality goods from all over um and yeah the shipping alone is expensive so <laughs> you know like you gotta imagine the shipping plus the, the material use on some of the stuff you're like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be pricey like I I get it but it's good it's yeah it's like it's it's for that guy who who knows what he wants so you're gonna get it and it's gonna be in your you know your wardrobe for years it's not it's not like oh i got it and i'm just gonna wear it for this season and it might end up at the thrift store you know yeah in six you, months. basically like, union wasn't for you fucking brokies out there that's it. i didn't want to say it fucking but, losers yeah. I, say it. I got it yeah but, That's why I've never shopped at Union. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's for a, a particular person. Like yeah. we 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 try to do our best mixing high and low. Like we do, like we have homies that just do you know your skate tees and skate hoodies and 
we're, we've been working more with local LA brands that you know do do different things, trying mm-hmm. to, to highlight different people. Um, and at the same time, we carry stuff like Raf, where it's like a five hundred dollar hoodie. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we have runway crazy, shit, like right? runway shit. Yeah, like we're trying to to mix it. Like even when we do like our shoots, like we'll mix a a stray rat, rats hoodie with like a Marnie cardigan or something like that. Yeah, like. Right, right, right. So, like that's what a fucking what so you guys us, had like yeah, a wide like range. It, it was just to it is. put stuff out there that like you know yeah, made like, you look good. Like you can come into our store and find something that like suits you. And mm-hmm. now, now like that we're kind of on a different radar. Like we're kind of on the sneakerhead radar because we have like the Jordan. Uh, I would say a lot of our customer now it's a younger it's a younger customer compared compared to when I first started like oh, for yeah. sure because we're on we're on their radar like the kids now are like they want shoes and the, yeah. and like I I'm on our Twitter I run our Twitter all the time and I see it all the time like kids literally every day like when are you guys going to release another Jordan blah blah yeah, blah like it's every single day like we're not a shoe store bro. <laughs> like we're a clothing store like if you get lucky and you get a Jordan from us you get a Jordan from us but yeah and the market's not, changed a, like yeah. a while back where you know when I was younger like we weren't about dressing nice. Like in my high, in our high school days, in in LA, like we were wearing fucking pajama pants to school, and that was like the trend. You know what I mean? It was all about looking as fucking like Carefree. unprepared yeah. for life <laughs> as possible. Like you were trying to not do your hair properly and shit. And then nowadays, like kids are these little fuckers know how to dress. And probably if I were younger and it wasn't cool to like dress like crap. Like, I probably would learn how to dress, too. <laughs> now, I went to the Grove the other day, and I saw all the young kids, way younger than me, and I, I'm just scared of them. They're, just, they're so well put together. They know all the hairstyles to do. They know all the fits that actually will get them respect. Like, back, they, they just grew up with internet stuff, so they, they know what that's like. Me, like, having to put that shit together for myself, I was, like, looking like shit. I was doing the pajama shit without knowing that that was the fucking like without that being the cool thing you know yeah. like i was just fucking a slob out there yeah and let's be honest like we were wearing pajama pants in high school like and that's back when like you were popping boners for no reason you know what i mean so it was like a terrible idea it, it is i was idea. gonna say that's a hazard yeah for sure that's, a, that's <laughs> called that nature hazard really oh yeah everyone's kind of walking sideways and shit i love that shit bad tuck it into the waistband why baby your, why good. is your backpack in front of you <laughs> you know th- for the side hugs girl what's up <laughs> Man, yeah. one thing I want to say about Union, though, with um, I, it's it's important to note. I think it was um, black owned in a, in, a, in a time oh, and yeah. a space where that was really fucking rare. And I think that's that's honestly what got like made me like super excited to like even apply for the internship because at that time like Chris was the owner and like I knew of him and I was like it'd be sick to work under him and like see how he communicates with like people in this industry because I. I didn't see it before that. Like, I didn't know that many, like, in L.A., like, black-owned store owners. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so that was definitely something that enticed me to uh, to reach out and try and get that job, and it it worked. Like, it was it failed, but then it worked. Like, <laughs> I interned, didn't really get hired, but kept at it, and eventually, like, they hired me, and yeah. You're here now, man. Exactly. I think when I look at the, the market in both Union and Nike, which, I mean, they've Y'all are in bed together, essentially. You and Jason, I mean, right here. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up. Like, I feel like he knows. He knows things. <laughs> There's definitely some things. I know things. Oh God! There's some. There's chemistry. I see. I. I that, um, there's electricity uh, in there. But um. Uh, 
I think Nike also was was ahead of this time, but Union, especially being in the local store, being able to rep diverse models, repping oh, yeah. this kind of That's... and who are from fucking who are like look like, and feel like they're from Los Angeles, yeah. wearing the high end shit. It showed a lot of kids of color like that. This shit's for me too, you know. Yeah. I remember watching Chris talk about Marnie and being like, "What the fuck is Marnie?" You know, and then he would explain like, "This is why it's so expensive, and this yeah. is this is how limited it is, but also more importantly, the construction that goes into it, man." Yeah, and you get a pair of OAMC pants like it's like six seven hundred bucks. Those pants, the first time I felt a pair of OAMC pants, I was right. like, "What is this material? Like, this is crazy." Like, I talked to one of the guys that that represented the brand, and he was like, "No matter the temperature outside." you're gonna feel cool wearing these pants like temperature cool wow. not only like cool as in like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a cool guy but like cool <laughs> as in temperature like whatever that material that they have on those pants it's crazy like you touch it and it feels like it's silky smooth and just nice I was just like damn like I yeah, get it now six seven hundred dollars but fam it's a like, I feel you you get these pants and like they're gonna last you're you a gonna, while. They're gonna yeah, last yeah. you a while, and you're gonna feel like a brand new man. Yeah, if I, if I pay six hundred dollars for a pair of pants, exactly. I'm wearing that shit like four days a week but for that's, like that's, three years straight. Hey, know that's where your Patreon money's going to, Patreon. Yeah. So that's yeah. exactly it's for let's Slim's pants. Him, let's get Slim in OEMC. Hey, let's, let's go. Start, start that Slim's movement. Pants. <laughs> Jason, yeah. 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 Jason, for you, you're when people look at Jason, people just see a hoodie and a walking Dodger cap. But I will say Jason is also very fucking conscious about the kind of hoodie and the kind of shorts, the kind of the kind of sneakers he wears. The hat is forever, and it's also for a good reason, man. You've so you are so proud to support local LA brands as well, man. What is what have you seen? Like, is there anyone you're you're kind of really messing with um, currently that's like local, or like have you had experience with Union before and understand like what what their relationship with LA looks like as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, it's funny like you say uh, local brands because like. I feel like I was like, um, yeah, just like always into local brands, like yeah, since the get go, like uh, Bricks and Woods, uh, Super Dope, yeah. Uh, Shout to Casey. Yeah, Total Luxury Spa. Oh, Total Luxury Spa, man. I also love them. Yeah. Dude, these, the Sunra, the Sunra show yeah. that they put on, that was like one of my high moments of the pandemic. If I wasn't and wearing the Stussy, the Stussy bucket, it was going to be the Total Luxury Yo, Spa dude. bucket. There it is. Uh, Soulmate Global. Ooh. My boy, my boy John at yeah. Little Africa. Yeah. This is wild that everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's the dope thing the about the fashion world. Like, it's big, but everyone knows each other. It's really crazy because yeah, he's literally naming people that I like shoot yeah. all the time, which is tight. Like, those are my guys. Yeah, especially because like, uh, yeah, most of these brands are like they're from like South Central. So right. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Shout out to fucking uh, Sprung on Ink, dude. Fucking. Mm. Or I used to get all my tats in, uh, in South Central right over here. Crazy. Yeah. So, man. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be the person I am right now if it wasn't for these guys for sure. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Frankie and Jesse, dude. God damn. Hell yeah. And I know um, our f- former guest Reynaldinho, Rayon Rose would agree, but it's um, pay full price for your friends' brands. Support oh, yeah. your local brands. Dude. They're small and they're they're trying to make it, and you you gotta give them your dollar when you can, right? Yeah. To me, it's like if. if I'm not supporting by giving my money. I want to support and like helping promote or like by like I do I do product photography for for a lot of the brands that you just mentioned, yeah, yeah. and I do it because I like I love those brands and I want them to be like to look as good mm-hmm. as they can like when they're you know putting their product out. So I shoot product for them and it's like 
for the love, honestly. So. Hell yeah. Well, um, that's a great segue into our new fucking segment, Slim. It's IDIG. 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 Where we go back into into a time machine and look back into in, Instagram's past. Instagram's past. This is not this. This is from five days ago. So five not. Days not ago. Days, so look, man. Days. You guys caught me during a rebrand. Rebrand. <laughs> you guys caught me during a rebrand. This is at pictures in the mail. Oh man. The the caption simply reads Ben. Period. Open, open, open apostrophe, 2020, close apostrophe. Um, I see a, I see a portrait. Look at of, my guy. Look, look I, t- I told him when I posted it, he's going to become the international sex symbol once this photo hey, goes live. That's, that's what he wants. That's what and he wants more than anything else. He's done it. Yeah, my guy is out here. He's just, we yeah. want to see more I mean, of him on the kid. This is Ben Chi. This is Ben Chi. To be fair, he already thought he was an international sex symbol before now, that photo went up. Now, right. now, now it's affirmed. And now he's the face of it. Hey. Like, he's got a photo that... That he could put, you know, and right underneath Ben's, in quotations, sex symbol, and he's good. Like, yeah, Slim, you grew up. You grew up, Ben, in um in church retreat camp, church summer camp. <laughs> yeah. That's Did you bit. like? I'm sure Ben even back then was uh was 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 a man of some kind of dream, some kind of vision. Maybe a rap career was in in the works at that uh, time that you might have managed and helped fail. That you're talking <laughs> about that. He's gonna hate Shout it. Shout out so to much. Ben. I love that guy. Ever. Yeah. Release but your mixtape. Release, mix <laughs> Release the tapes and give me the. Ch- the, first of all, you owe me like so many cards that oh. apparently I drew the Chris Wondolowski jersey card, rare one one. I don't care, I'm gonna sell that shit and buy a Carlos Vela rookie card at Arsenal. Let's go. Beauty fucking a fool. But did you imagine him, like with with a uh, with a brand like this, with kind of like a, a presence like this, with his portrait on at pictures in the mail, <laughs> Richard oh, Brooks out here man. like that when you were growing up? Did you did you think he's like this is what that like, you could see this and not be foreign to him? Uh yeah, I mean to be honest, I I was the first one that fucking pulled Ben out of his little sh- like boring ass desk job and was like, yo, like, hell yeah, do something fun. Like oh, I'm man. I'm jumping on this, jump on it. He started with that, built some relationships, like l- like learned that he loved being a creative and and doing marketing. Flipped that into Crooks and Castles. I mean, you know, I I knew Ben was gonna do great things and. You know, like when you're that obnoxious of a person, it's probably because like, you have like a, a crazy creative side or something to you. Hell so yeah, man. shout out Ben. You're still a piece of shit. I love you, oh, and you're man. you're shout doing fucking ben. amazing things. And thank you, Ben. Yeah. Slim the catalyst over here. Hey, I mean, but, as, a, I mean as a table, we all own multiple pieces of dorsal merchandise. Yeah, this is true. We're also we're also speaking to a man who shot um, their more recent campaign. I shot, yeah. Their I more recent sh- campaign. I don't know if this is going to get you in trouble with uh, the fiancé or not, but did you shoot, did you shoot the OnlyFans that they, they did? Or was, uh, Ben also told me he was very involved <laughs> with the OnlyFans I, shoot. So. I didn't shoot oh, any and of the OnlyFans content. And before you go on with content. that, the first person that they asked to do the OnlyFans live was, was me. Oh. <laughs> Dick and in hand? Dick and hand? You should have wow. said yes. Wow. Said yes. I can't believe you turned that opportunity down. I just, I thought I would have to like shave my chest and stuff. But I, was, I wasn't ready for all that. You just got to put that in the contract. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Manscaped, sponsor the prize. Hey. Or Meridian. I Promo Meridian. code. Let's go. Yeah. I didn't shoot any of the OnlyFans stuff, but I shot <coughs> the in-studio stuff with Stephanie, which was cool. And shout out to Stephanie. <laughs> you know you got a fiance. Said, said the name real soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've been like, I've been shooting with them. I've been shooting with Ben for like, I think it's been a year. Was the first thing the Umbro? I think I think uh, that was the first shoot hmm. that I did with them was the the Umbro jersey. So that collab, which was tight. So yeah, shout out to him for even 
thinking of me to, to shoot that because that was amazing. That was fun. That was a good, good time. Full disclosure, like, so I'm from the East Coast. I moved out to K-Town area. I've been here ever since. But I think Ben and Dorsum bring a very, and I don't know if I can really say this, but a, a truly Koreatown understanding of L.A. to their brand and Dorsum and all that stuff. Like, for you, did you... Did you un, did you know K Town growing up? Did you, no, okay. did you and how do you how do you filter full, Ben's vision for full this? disclosure? I'm not technically LA. Like Talk I'm to born us. in San Diego. My dad's in the military. This is gonna blow you guys' mind. I went from San Diego to Pusan. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Very where I lived. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I didn't see I that on IGGM. What the, the fuck? I forgot the to put that on. I forgot to put that. I forgot to put that on my on my on my account. But yeah, I lived in Pusan for two years. I went there for kindergarten. Like uh, my babysitter, my babysitter only spoke to me and my brother in Korean. So when I was little, I used to be able to speak to her in Korean. Like hey, great, and so I nice. forgot it all once we moved back to the states. So yeah. um military life we have moved around a bunch and my dad last got stationed in ventura which is where i live now which is i guess greater los angeles area mm-hmm. if you if you want but so technically i live in oxnard right now right, and, right. Uh, yeah i'm only really in la for like work shit i'm out here to shoot or i go to like hang out and do like concert stuff but koreatown for as far as i knew like as a outsider of la like i go to i would go to koreatown like for concerts all the time like what the the Wiltern. Well, the Wiltern considered yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, like I'd be at the Wiltern for a it, yeah. bunch, like for concerts, mm-hmm. like Korean barbecue. Yeah, there's a bunch of different like Korean barbecue spots I would go to. Not until recently, like going with Ben and Jeremy to like the different spots that they take me to. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like Korean barbecue, is, it's changed my whole life. Like you know what those guys do. I don't. I don't think I can go back to just trying to order for myself at, uh, at anywhere, like just at a, at a regular spot. You gotta break out that kindergarten Korean and fucking order. Man, Korean I don't know that. anything, and I'm like sad that like I didn't retain any of that. Because if I can just speak, I'm not gonna if I lie. could fluently speak Korean right now, how cool would I be? I'd be the coolest guy. Out there. <laughs> you know? I'm kind of worried. If you can speak Korean, oh you might not even God. be here. Yes. If you rock in overalls, a bucket hat, oh. and speak Korean, Listen. like. Like but I might overalls, hit on you. Yeah, I, <laughs> overalls and bucket hat is kind of part of my new uniform. It's literally that's what I wear ninety percent of of the time. It's my shit. So yeah, if you Jason, find... Jason what's your um, what's your uh, when when Ben was floating out the dorsum idea? I know you're close to keto as well as a designer. Um, we uh, you're staying you're staying at my place currently where where David. My, the the guy David Choi also has designed some things for um, and a big K Town original like uh, what what was, what was your first take when you saw Ben come out with stuff other than like this is the homie I have to support him regardless. Oh man, dude, I gotta fucking shout out Q, man. I swear, dude. So I was gonna ask about you. No, but he he's literally the one that uh, uh kind of like uh, I guess give me like definitely gave me some inspiration on like starting like graphic design for sure because uh Q and I we went to like the same uh like middle school and high school and then, yeah after I saw what he was, what he was doing uh, after he graduated high school and killing in graphic uh graphic design I was like yo we need to do something like this for sure and then uh, yeah he definitely gave me like a kickstart to like my career right now for sure one time so, for yeah, the common people yeah dude Kudo fucking <laughs> Jeremy and Ben dude goddamn Definitely did a lot for me, and I don't think they know it. <laughs> what was the first piece of dorsum you owned? Uh, 
Dude, I would t- I would say this right now. I have the most dorsum gear out of everyone right now. Hey, yeah, okay. call it, <laughs> call it. No, I know for a fact I have the most dorsum gear. I spent so much goddamn money on these clothes, dude. <laughs> I only got a few t-shirts and shit for free, but fuck it, dude. Like, <laughs> dude I don't give a fuck, dude. For the homies, dude. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. What's um? So when you saw, like, I mean, Ben was... As far as I, I've learned from Slim, Ben was always into soccer, was always into footy. Like, was that an easier transition to buy, like, the soccer kid stuff that came out for the first time? Like, how was it when you saw, like, his translation of Koreatown culture was going to be through kids and through memorabilia like that? Like, well, you're like, that makes sense? Or did you, did you like, adapt to it right away because you're World Cup history? Or, like, how did you uh, react when um, the soccer stuff first came out? It's funny that you say that, though, because, uh, you know, I'm originally from uh, Europe. I was born in Queens. Dude. Yeah, Shout yes, sir. Queens. Yes, sir. Shout out I'm Queens. Yankees, but I love my 27 family, times. Dude. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I, was ra- I was born in the East Coast, but I was raised in the West Coast. You know? uh, if people ask me, yeah, I'm from LA, dude. I'm born in Red. I'll say, I'm not from here, from here like that, but damn. Yeah, definitely grew up here for sure. But going back to Ben, damn. Yeah, Ben, for sure. Like, if... If it wasn't for Ben, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have been, like, TSG and stuff like that. Like, I'll probably say, like, him and the Dorsum stuff that first came out. The Navy fucking obsession he has definitely made it easy for me to cop that shit, yeah. It was definitely easy for me. It just reminded me of some Yankee shit, and I was like, oh, shit. Reminds me of home. That's right, baby. Navy. Yeah. Navy all day. Yeah, I don't know why Ben likes Navy that. Cause he loves Yankee ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta have this full on next week. We don't need to talk about this fucker. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck Ben, dude. God damn it. I love you though. <laughs> Give me my cards, Ben. <laughs> Holding them hand- uh, handsome. I was about to say. Ransom. Yeah. All right, we can't talk right now, so we're gonna take another quick break and be back with some tea time. Woo. Tea time. FC Pod, we're back in the backyard. Kid Exchange is on. The streams in the pockets. He's probably getting the one of one right now. The tea is being poured. The the cards are being whipped out of the middle pocket. And uh, we're just out here living. We got Jason. We got Richard. We're we're chilling back here. Uh, Boys, in front of you are a couple of Taiwanese tea tasting cups. An aroma cup is the long one, and the small one is your sipping cup. What you're going to do is you're just going to flip them over real quick. And then you're just going to take out the top, the big one, out of the bottom, and you can smell that. Gives you an idea of the tea we're having tonight, which for all my homies that support the pod and people, the, the friends that I did the mail out for the tea, this is the Lapsang Suchung, the, the black tea. Hey, I knew a Suchung before. Yeah, What's we up, got, Sue? We got, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got the the start of the LFC season coming up, so it's time. You know, I felt it was only right these? to do the black tea. I drink these. Drink it, drink, yep, it, drink, drink it, drink it, drink it. Drink it, and as, as long as you keep wanting more, just keep your cup down. I'm going to keep filling you up. We out here. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm not Live. a tea guy. Right I'm about this. Yeah, man. Okay. See, people don't, right people don't realize they're tea people until they have the good shit. Yeah. That's, I mean... Yeah, I like. I feel like the tea and coffee people like, cause like they get like you're like addicted to it because it's like 
you need it to like function and i always tell myself i don't want to get like that so i don't drink either and yeah, yeah I'm not mad tea is tea is way more subtle for sure yeah um and and as Americans, like, our intro to tea is the shitty iced tea that comes in a pouch at McDonald's. Uh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, what's the other tea we have? Lipton. Lipton. Um, tea time. Brisk? Is that, is that yeah, it's just own? like... Yeah. Not, brisk it, brisk. Oh, yeah, brisk tea. Like, <laughs> and then someone showed me... Well, yeah, so the relationship with Americans and tea since Boston uh, hasn't been great. So it's like the Sam. American relationship with soccer. Yeah. yeah, these two Slim. these two things you know follow the same trajectory for me. Slim, you're you're an honorary Atlanta Atlanta head. You, you didn't fall in love with sweet tea and the and, and oh, the I fell in love with sweet tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet tea, I could do because if it's sweet, I'm that's like that's yeah, the stuff say. that's like that's so different. sweet, it's kind of syrupy. Like that's juice, that shit yeah. you get in Atlanta. That's, yeah, that's different. That I could do for sure. But yeah, and that's funny because like back in the day when you ordered tea in Atlanta, like. It was always sweet tea. Like you would have to ask for unsweetened tea. Like, w- yeah, the normal like tea is the sweet yeah, tea. Yeah. So shout out to all the people getting diabetes from sweet tea in the south. It's Jesus amazing Christ. that I'm with it. Hey. Sweet tea is actually, it's it's kind of the best to have food with. It's sugar water, bro. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're it's right. just yeah. sugar water. I it's do I do enjoy the, I do enjoy the coke the the Mexican coke out here. That that was a big shout deal. out Atlanta for coke. Hey, they did that. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Atlanta because we'll all be there for the. We're talking day. about the dark kind, not the white. I mean, they got good white coke in Atlanta too. I mean, <laughs> right there next to Miami. <laughs> Here, FCFC has a podcast. We are all committed to go to Atlanta together. Is that is that correct? In so? August, we are definitely trying to go to Atlanta. What is this together? trying stuff, bro? You're the mayor. We're come gone. on, you gotta come through. Oh yeah, Atlanta yeah. In August, so, what am I missing? I wanna... uh, away day, LAFC versus oh, Atlanta. It's our it's our one East Coast away day. Oh um, man, this season they're so. already at fifty percent capacity at the Bend, so we will probably be at a hundred thousand capacity. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and <laughs> and it's gonna be um, an exploration trip because like my strip club Follies has closed down, so we got to oh. find some new stomping grounds this trip. Damn. So if you guys are ready to venture out and and discover new lands, let's do this together hey. as a let's family. Let's do this together and. As we're doing this together, I want to take over Josh Spice's segment, ID the IG. Oh! Except for I'm going to do it on myself, but I'm going to actually show it to Jason. Jason, do you recognize this statue? Uh, yeah, it's the fucking Pele statue at campus. It's on the campus of the Nike. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's actually not the Pele statue. Do you know it's Ronaldo? The Phenomeno. Yeah. Phenomeno. Look close. It's, it's, yeah. it's Fat Ronaldo. As, Wait, we, as we sometimes call him. Yeah. No way. So you've always probably walked by it from like a distance and just assumed it was Pele, right? Best haircut what? in the game. What? For some reason, why, why hey. did I think it was Pele? So I'm showing, I'm showing him an Instagram post from Alex Dweezy, A. Dweezy, from 2012. So nine years ago when I was on the Nike campus because that was the only time I was ever there with the big homie. I got a friend who works for, for the Swoosh as well. And that friend is the one that really kind of like... Oh was always a uh, fashion a fashion guide of mine growing up and obviously he ended up going to go work for the the big fashion guys but i just want to say that like josh spice comes through with all the fashion knowledge and all the fashion things and i just want to thank you for that no it helped me it helped me it helped me start thinking about clothes again because mm. as a kid uh growing up in a 
communist revolution hippie-dumb of, of weird uh, go-betweens and dysfunction, I was, like, always told, like, I loved clothes when I was a kid, you know? But uh, I was always to- told that, like, clothes were superficial. Sure. And that clothes were, like, not worth, like, money or time or thing about And, like, getting nice clothes was, like, a, something to be, like, looked down on. So hearing these boys and, like, talking about these pieces just brings me back to Workman's, you know, mm. on a... Right off Fairfax, Fairfax, back in the, back in the day on Melrose, like when I used to actually buy clothes, and straight up for about I would say fourteen years, probably the time that I've spent just like traveling and going to games and stuff, I just like haven't bought and I haven't purchased clothes of my own for so long, and I, only in the last like few months am I like, you know what? After after the pandemic, I'm gonna start like caring about clothes again for the first time since I was a kid, and I want just want to say thank you for bringing these guests on and uh, bringing the fashion back into my life. Oh my God. Hey, and I hope, my, I hope I'm, I'm blushing you know, right now. Week by week, I'm just trying to get my style back up. And uh, Week by week, rack by rack. Oh rack my, what's rack? your word? So, I right, love hey, it. Hey, for man. all you badly dressed people out there, I'm still here for you, okay? <laughs> no, Slim, what I was going to also do is I want to invite you on this journey. Come come out of the come out of the era where we had to wear sweatpants. No, I like my closet and drawer full of black t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, I've also had Slim approach me and be like, hey... What brand should I be paying attention to right now? Yeah, what, what store yeah. should see, I be paying see, attention to right see. now? Because all I Gosh, have is black bring, shirts in, sexy in closets. Spice, sexy Spice brings the fashion to the pot. The, the good. I mean, you need pants. I need pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we both need pants. Let's go yeah. find some pants. Let's go. I bought like four sweatpants like a couple weeks ago. Come on, we're out of the sweatpants era. We're out of the sweatpants era. We never want to wear sweatpants again. Never wearing sweatpants again. Hard pants. Hard pants always. <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to say thank you. I don't usually take my time of tea time to, to say thank you to Josh Spice, but I think it's great. And I think that, like, clothes are great. And, it's a um, big deal, man. There's a lot man. of cool shit out there. Like, there's cool vintage shit. There's cool new shit. There's great collabs. Like, as people of our generation are getting older, like it sounds like with the union, um, like, you know, you get to kind of mix and match, like, the styles and stuff that we grew up with with, like, better quality material. So we're not, like, yeah. doing this fast fashion shit that does, like, eat up the planet or whatever you know if you want to get into that discussion like people who make great shit like whether it's in food or in music or fashion i mean that's just it's just great to have you put it on it just feels like some armor you know hell yeah man. so i just want to thank these boys as well by extension for being part of this this uh in increased quality in the fashion world that i'm i've been seeing that i've sort of been missing out on so i will say the first pair of dickies i bought was a pair of Union constructed dickies that, <laughs> that I bought through uh, through Union. I think I may have shot the lookbook for that. Hey, cool. it's yeah. incredible. But I think that's the thing is like, I, I was about to say like start off with like there's no reason for like Americans to have this view that like we're like badly dressed and we wear Tony Romo jerseys everywhere. Oh, but I think especially LA, LA people have such a distinct style and like I know like New York hate New York New York heads hate LA people because like. Y'all wear a t-shirt and, like, board shorts in our fucking Hollister understanding of things. But the idea is, like, that L.A. folk have a uniform in their own way, which usually requires dickies and a pair of Vans or Chucks or whatever that is. And that's fucking awesome, man. I love men and women who have uniforms, who, who go out about their everyday life and be like, this is the shit that I wear and this is the shit that, that gets the job done. And I, I love that, even though... We probably have never put together like uh, drilled a piece of plywood in our life, but I I, I love I love the fact of it. You know? I'm in all construction gear. It's <laughs> these <laughs> denim overalls, our Carhartt, like that is every day. Hell yeah, and a soccer jersey. That is yeah. I mean yeah, it's 
this we don't have seasons, dude. We yeah. you could wear the same shit every exactly. Day. That's why I can't leave here because I I couldn't adjust to seasons of the year. Never. Nah. Hey, we want to ask, ask ask the two designs at the table. We are um an L.A. Los Angeles <laughs> culture podcast. And as we're talking about the importance of uh, of dress, importance of uh, of wearing what we wear, do you have any constructive criticism about how we may be able to uh, better better grasp our 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 brand personality or shit like that? Like, do you have any? What what can what what do you recommend that we put we put on? This is not a recommendation, by the way. Okay. Um, like brands that I like. Yeah, brands that you like, and like brands uh. Maybe maybe a little little feedback for for us and for for how you see see us. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was peeping your bucket hat. I the what brand is it? Nowhere FC. Nowhere FC. They just did the jerseys with Jameson, which was fire, and I'm kind of sad I didn't go get some. Cause yeah, I I I appreciate it. When I first seen you, I thought this was like your normal like thing. This is not your normal thing. Oh man, I'm having a revolution right now. You are you've stepped into the the dweez revolution. I mean, uh, like I said with Slim, I need to get some fucking pants. You know, so (laughs) so you only see me from the top up right now, which I think is. is, I yeah, I I I fucked with the look. You're good. And honestly, and 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 Slim, like if if I like the only difference between what you're wearing now and what I would wear like. During the weekday is I don't like wearing pants like mm. unless they're my overalls like I would have on some like shorts but I I stay in a hoodie and a hat and some shoes and that's yeah you're yeah good. I'm okay Josh yeah, you're okay stop yeah. looking I, down on my not, fashion I'm just trying to look out for all you said you got on the dorsum you got on you got on the embroidered dorsum hoodie like you're repping you're repping for the for the boys yeah like, yeah it's literally what do you got to do my my closet is black t-shirts. FC Dorsum, LAFC, LAFC. TSG. As long, yeah, as long as you're supporting the homies, yeah. like, you're good. That's obviously, hey. like... I'm not gonna lie. Back when I was in the fashion industry, I was I was just a walking billboard, bro. Whatever brands that I was cool with, Holy that's fuck. the only yeah, shit yeah. I was fucking wearing. What would, you, what would you wear when you were, like, actively at the trade shows? So, honestly, the shoes that I was pushing were pretty fucking bright and showy. Yeah. Like, so, like, I was... Uh, rocking back then with a, a brand called Cedric and Su- Cedar, uh, which was, you know, the cross streets where hip-hop started. Uh-huh. Um, but that was the name of the brand, and they had some, like, crazy shit that, you know, that, that matched my persona back then, where all my clothes were bright That's and cool. crazy, and I was wearing all, like, the the baby Milo confetti shirts and yeah. shit. And, like, all my shit used to be crazy, and then, like, I started just wearing only white shoes and black t-shirts. And we, might, we might have something for I'm you. I'm on my Dr. Dre swag, you know what I mean? I'm trying to become a billionaire there off some headphones or some shit. We might have a, we might have a union baby Milo for you coming hey, soon. Hey, damn, that's some old school we shit. Might I, might, I might pull up in my old platinum fubu uh, Muhammad Ali denim yeah. jacket and just uh, rock out. Let's fucking go. <laughs> baby Milo, like, right, right before I, like, went into the minimalism, like, I'm not buying shit, ever game i uh i remembered like the transition was me starting to buy knockoff stuff like when i was in Let's college and I, and I had uh. no and i had no money and um keep in mind this is 2004 2005 2006 so all over print was just starting and it was just starting to be a big deal and i remember buying one of those one of those hoodies and i, and I bought a fake billionaire boys club shirt Ooh. uh gold, with gold print on it actually was that a real one it might have been no, i think it was fake and this dude, it was one of the best moments of my young college life. This dude came up to me and he was like, I'll give you $200 for that shirt right now. And I bought it for, you know, whatever, $15 on yes. eBay from like some like, you know, herb, shit. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, nah, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's just so funny. And like, you know, it was like, 
I had like a few pairs of like knockoff dunks at the time, and I didn't buy my first pair of Air Ones until I went to to Fairfax, and I bought actually at uh, Sporty LA the same day. Method Man or Red Man went in there with like, you know, a stack of shoes this high, and he just whipped out like racks, like actual racks of cash to pay for everything, and I bought a pair of the of green ones for St. Patty's Day because I was interviewing Common. Mm. Um, the rapper, Common yeah. the rapper that day, back in 2006. But like, yeah, I had this whole period of just like buying knockoff shit, buying knockoff shit. And what's so funny is uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that I did end up buying that was real. Like when I would splurge, it would be on a kit when I was traveling, like on a, on a on a soccer kit. And what's what's even funnier about that is I didn't buy those. I bought them like the years that they were made, right? And I. Uh, I recently wore them to the to the Saturday's football. Yeah, like yeah, some, of the, yeah. some of those same kits. I oh. bought them new, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's in the vintage kit." Because <laughs> I was like, "I bought it." Like, I was like, "Holy shit, this is vintage!" Just 17 years ago that Damn. I bought this jersey when I was uh. in, when, when I was in Paris, right? Like the Dude. Barcelona brown away. And what's so funny is, I, I just want to give myself a pat on the back. As as maybe it's Josh uh, rubbing off of me, or maybe I had the fashion nugget. All yeah, along. you did. Yeah, you did. I won. I won the first uh, the first competition for the, for that, and then the second week I tied with my pink Juventus. You are currently um, listening wow. to the, the back to back champion <laughs> two times. I've never been in a fashion. Wait a second. And the, and the guy who's the guy that designs four two four. Guillermo. Guillermo, he picked my pink UV in the Let's go. I got a real fashion designer get me. So I'm like, fuck y'all. Maybe I knew about fashion all along. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you, mom. I knew about fashion. I need to find out about this. I want to showcase all my jerseys. You got to play. You got to play. And then you're Yeah, it's Saturday's football. And you basically you go, you play, and then you automatically are entering whatever kit you're wearing into like your contest. We just fucked Rich, bro. He's going to be spending so much money already do i legit already do so he has so. some grails and i'm sure he's gonna have some ix stuff there like Ooh, some old school yeah, shit dude and well, now now I'm i not... now i can confirm patreon 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 <laughs> patreon exclusive we will have a, a private set aside shopping hour at saturday's football oh my on God. vintage kits to have dude. our first first take at it so if you want a part of that hey i pay think, for I our think rich is gonna be pulling up <laughs> right. I, I am hunting that tdk ix kit like Ooh. so hard well yeah that's what like, i was gonna ask is like what what are your so, grails what are what are the grails of let's the table? go Things that, I, that you guys want that i currently have mm-hmm. or no that, that you want or that, that i want hunting, so that yeah, yeah. the the tdk ix jersey is like my favorite like that red and blue it's like a weird like checkery Jersey, like how long I want, ago was that? From? I don't even remember is that year. The sponsor? TDK is the sponsor, yeah. Um, Pata did a like a flip of that same jersey, and that jersey, it's like it's my favorite jersey. Mm. Like, I think it's uh, Bergkamp was uh, with IX that year, and I want that. I want if I can find it with the Bergkamp, you know, great name and but number, not, perfect. But I just want, yeah, I just yeah. want an authentic one. I, I won't lie, I bought a fake one just to like have a fake one, like I play in it, but mm. I want to get like an authentic one mm. to like have for the for the. The collection for the, sure. That's the heart of it. Uh, Jason also bearing the lead here because he has um, a pretty sick in Pasadena, uh, pretty sick Pasadena connect that he took me to that has uh, a lot of old jerseys, brand new and brand stocked. And uh, do you remember what? Do you remember the name of it? Sure. I don't want to shout out the wrong. wrong okay, 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 okay. I need to. I need, yeah, I'll I need, talk to that. I, I need, this, information. I we need went, this information. We went two years ago, and he had like, he had like the twenty. What was it? So it was six. 2010 Korea World Cup kit, mm. fresh, new, stocked already, Damn. like in a, in in the plastic. So he he holds onto those for years and waits for people like That's us to crazy. to walk yeah, in with that, that shit. Crazy. He held on to those all the largest that he had. Yeah. I bought them all because wow, like, wow. Like, 
Damn, that's What's funny fire. is this, this shit, I mean, I'm getting older, man. This shit's flying by. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, was, I couldn't believe these, these kits that I had. I remember everything about my purchase of them, and I wore them all the time over the last 16 years. Yeah, yeah. I wore them in China. I wore them in Brazil. I wore them wherever I went. I brought them along, and I, like, didn't lose them. And now I'm like, they're vintage. Do you guys follow Dromberg on Instagram? No. He's, like, one of the old. He used to design Nike jerseys back in the 90s, mm. and he's, like, m- one of my favorite people to follow, like, and he um, he recently po- he posted I want to be either yesterday or the day before that he designed the PSV uh, jerseys in the nineties, uh-huh. and he posted like the jerseys and I was as soon as he posted I was like yep gotta get it so I went on eBay found the home and the away Got and em. bought both of them I'm just waiting for them to come in but yeah what? that guy does some crazy dope kits. What other grails do you guys have? Do you have a grail kit? Yeah it's. Uh- I forgot, what, 19 something, 94 something, goalie kit. It has like all these like tie dye, rainbow. Goalie kit for who? Korea. Oh, wow. Really? Oh. It's like the Rapido. I don't know if it's Rapido, but you know when they did like. The oh, I know, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, defi- it's definitely a kit from the 90s, and then, yeah, it's like the craziest print ever. Mm. I, w- I would love to have like a re release of that like goalie kit and that like home and away from like 19. I think it was 95 or 94. I just got. I just literally last night got the a '92 Netherlands goalie jersey. Hey, what the hell is that? A lotto, a lotto what goalie jersey. Like I, I got it. I bought can, it a couple weeks ago. Yo, can we have Dwee's the journalist explain please. what you're what you're seeing here? Please explain. I it? it's for an audio medium. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's beautiful. That's... I mean, I don't know that I'm the best at I've never written about fashion. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I did write about fashion exactly once. Let's uh, go. When I was working for <laughs> Herb Magazine, Ooh. we received this uh, shipment of t shirts from a company called Nosa in Brazil. Uh, there were DJ Shuginho and another guy. They were out of NYC in Brazil. And uh, Cassiano was the other dude. And they made all these like different crazy themes and one of them was the tribe midnight marauders shirt Ooh. but it was the heads of all the footballers in that world cup year what wow. the fuck so i have I, I'll, I'll actually i'll show it i'll show it to uh to you guys i think that's oh, crazy it? Actually, it might be kids from the 90s so. dude yeah the but 90s anyways, that's my that's so i'm going off the sidewalk so lotto <laughs> lotto yeah. managed to like to tweak their their logo yeah. inside of the design of this let's go and the colors are the 90s that you'd think that they'll be. But um, I'm actually just moved more so by, like, right at the top, right above the nips. You got uh, just the black. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably a technical term for this area of the shirt right below the collar. But it's all black, and you see the KNVB, the, the fucking line with the sword, and it just looks... I think that that contrast is where it's at. Actually. It's, it's, it's the contrast. It's the player that. issue. It's the goalie, like the player issue jersey. Like, yeah. it's his number, and uh, I can't remember the name. Van Bergstam. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember who the goalie was in '92, but mm. his kid wasn't was Vandersar. No, it wasn't Vander. If it was Vandersar, oh, I'd be so much happier. But you know, that '92 team was fucking still pretty good. They still had Hullet and. What about Ryan you, Dwees? Do you have a Grail kit? Oh yeah, of course. 95 Vasco da Gama, my team in Brazil. That'll be tight. That was when they had Juninho. Mm-hmm. I think Romario still might have been on the team. That was the year. Was it the year? No, they didn't. They didn't play Man United and beat them in the Club World Cup until 2000. Mm. But hilarious side fact: I loved Kobe Jones in the '94 World Cup, and before MLS started in '96, and he joined the rivals down in Carson, mm. he actually played for four games at Vasco da Gama in Brazil. 
and wow. uh, I would love to get a kit from that year to sort of commemorate the hey. fact that I, I loved this man before he went and played for the Galaxy, and I think he's like yeah. kind of like a weird like right wing guy now, but you know. Are you guys going to get are you getting the the Michelin Ness Galaxy jersey that they just? I will not it. be getting that. But it's a Kobe Joe. It's your boy. I know. No, it's it's I my boy. It. It's my boy, but it's, um, you know. With Wrong Kobe, colors. Fame. I know. <laughs> Kobe, I, look, I, I I mean, I'm on some embarrassing. I love Kobe. I, I twisted my, my hair up in little dreadlocks. For <laughs> hey. my, my I was trying to be like Kobe. Like, I loved him. But, um, no, I, I think the Vosco kit would be, like, the one where that was, like, where I really, you know, the 95. And then the other one, I would love to get a fucking Carlos Vela Arsenal. Mm. You know, Carlos Vela Arsenal 2011. What's so funny is like I swear to you, I almost like bought one at the time because we were all we were all big on him when he was there. Mm-hmm. People may not believe that, but there was a lot of LA Gooners who were all about it because you know, yeah, Mexican heritage. Yeah. like Vela was coming through. He was coming through with style. He looked good. Mm. Like we were feeling him. So if I could get a Vela Arsenal the year he was there, or that first that first year specifically, I think it was 11, 2011. Mm. That would be dope. Uh, but that's been really hard to find. I mean, there's there's some there's some on like eBay for like, you know, three hundred bucks, but they're all XL. I don't want to actually wear it. I don't know what how size is in, bro. Uh, XL, XL on a guy like me, I'm uh, a guy. Uh, <laughs> What's your grail, Spice? Um, I have two right now. One is the '98 Korea World Cup away kit. It's blue with like a red and white candy stripe across yeah, it. It's yeah. like um, it's been hard to find. <laughs> The zebra one that they just the zebra kids are zebra sick. kids are sick. I, are I bought so one. Dope. Got they a got a sun so sunny nameplate on the back as well. Oh, so I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Um, but Dude. I love my boy Key. Um, I I'm very jealous of Ben's Key Sung Young kid when he was at Celtic because that's one fucking impossible to find. I love Celtic kids. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to Gil Heron. The original. Yeah, hell, wow. I want to saw. Arrow. Come on, that was you know crazy. I, oh, I, I, was I wanted to write the movie, out. bro. I wanted to write the movie. Why aren't you writing the movie? I don't know. I'm hoping somebody else does. <laughs> I do know Gil Scott here in Sun, though. He lives in Atlanta. Oh, what the heck? Really? Yeah, I wrote something about his dad's book, and he sent me some pictures. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Dope. Um, my 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 second one is uh, 2012 France. When I think when the first year they went back to or they went to Nike really, and then. Um, it was when Griezmann's first World Cup, but I want a Pogba one. It's crazy navy blue in the in the and only the French style with the white collar, and I love collars on jerseys. Yeah. I love collars on kits, and that's that's what I'm waiting for. It's it appears every once in a while, but when I found out about um, Benzema's Kareem, my boy Kareem Benzema's some of his uh, Ill, uh, legal activities, yeah. I, I I decided to wait till I found a Pogba one that I loved. <laughs> the video. Yeah. The video. Yeah. Or, uh, Slim? Slim? What's your, I yeah. think mine is the uh, Eric Cantona karate kick kit. Here? Oof. Oh, that would be tight. Uh, <laughs> that would actually, that's so slim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kick a fucking Nazi? Hell yeah, <laughs> bro. The kick of fame? Hell yeah. Um, and probably another Man United one, the, like a Chisong Park sharp with the black oh, collar. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The sharp, yeah. That one's sick. I mean, I th- I think even like the the early Nike ones with Vodafone, the Vodafone the ones Vod- are that's sick. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, I really like a lot of those. The, yeah. The uh, I just see Rude Van Destroy in my mind scoring yeah, so many goals against dude. everything that I've ever loved. Is Rude uh, not the best pure striker? There's just so many good Dutch players, man. I'm yeah. sorry. I think that's like, I don't know. Yeah. No, there are. It's, it's got to be the weed so and the BDSM. Did we hear Jason? Your grill kit or? No, he's yeah, he's the, 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 the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper kit. 
I also have an honorable mention. I have a uh, so IX has like their sister club in Cape Town. Oh, so it's, it's IX Cape it Town. No, it's, it's called IX Cape, Cape Town. Town. Yeah. So I, I found uh, an IX Cape Town with a total uh, sponsor. Hey, so it was like, from, like 2001. Dope. And yeah, that's like my honorable mention uh, jersey that I like. I love too. Well, I can't speak for the rest of the kids, but I do know for a freaking fact that uh, the Cantona Kung Fu Kick kid is at Saturday's football. So hey. we will be, we'll be going. Damn, the black, that black would be the black and gold. Hell yeah. You know what? It's, I've, especially during um, these European internet inter, international continental cup uh, tourneys here in California, a lot of lot of old school Beckham, a lot of old school Beckham stuff, mm-hmm. and and most of them I think are Galaxy fans that they, they wear it so proudly. But uh, yeah. those are sick, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love those to death. Mm-hmm. So do you want to get into recommendations? We've we've kept both of these guys well past our, uh, you know their their time here. So let's get into recommendations and we'll call yeah. it, boys. FCFC recommends. Spice, do you have a, a reco? Um, sure. Yeah, this is uh, a place where I saw Rich at what the last time oh, I was yeah. there. This is uh, this is my two cents. My two cents. We first met in person after all the the IG stuff randomly, and um, y'all, you were shooting something for Union. I there was shooting the, time, the, right? the 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 baking commercial that we did for Air Max Day. That's awesome. We man. featured my two cents in there, and my guy came trying to get some breakfast during you know and they were close shooting as fuck. time yeah, yeah we, they were they were slightly open just for us to shoot and he he popped up and i seen and i i, I seen him like talking like while i was taking some photos and i seen like the lafc hat and i was like, all right you know people wear lafc hats that's cool and then he turned around to walk away and i was like wait lafc hoodie and he like <laughs> never made, made. Looks like was... a korean guy like <laughs> this guy has to like he has to know Ben or, like, be, like, <laughs> somewhere, like, in that crew of, like, people. So I just walked in. I was like, yo, do you know Ben? And he turned around. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, do you break with him? And he was like, and I was like, I'm pictures in the mail. And he was like, oh, like, I'm Josh. And I was like, oh, like, I see you in the breaks all the time. And there it was. Hell you know? yeah, man. Dude, that was, that was so, that was sick. I, I think that's just footy connecting us that's all once one again. Yeah. And uh, my two cents is, like, I remember Jonathan Gold wrote about it once. Um, just eating down Pico is how you understand Los Angeles, oh, yeah. and it's on. It's the newest staple soul food on Pico it's right now. So good. I had the chicken waffles, which was great, but yeah. I think the shrimp, the shrimp and grits that my friend got was fucking incredible. Oh, the shrimp salad. The I shrimp think. salad was incredible, and now I fucking the realize oxtail I missed. Oxtail tacos. No, oxtail tacos. Oxtail tacos take the cake. Uh, give them, give them the name again one cents. more time, Josh. The name is my two cents. My, my two, two cents. cents. Yeah, yeah. Pico yeah. and. <laughs> It's close to like Pico Fairfax. I don't know that exact. It's like a kind of random cross street. But right. if you type in my two cents, my two Pico cents, Ave, my two cents, that's yeah. the one. I saw freaking Jason and I were eating there on Sunday, and uh, Tyler, Ty- the, Tyler the Creator was just hanging out yeah. there with the crew, hey, and so man. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's good. Know, money. You know, it's good. Yeah, damn. No, but it was good, man. I think, man, Pico has some of the best fucking restaurants in the fucking world, man. I really believe that. I was. Blessed enough to see Civicheria. Uh, that's big coming from a, a New Yorker. No, absolutely. Usually, like, you know, New Yorkers are pretty cocky about their food. No, no. Pico Boulevard. I mean, it's so fucking long, right, the, the entire time, but. Um, I'm blessed. My office is yeah. right there. So, mm. yeah, incredible. Yeah, we go to Charlie's, the fish spot, all the time. I don't know if you've been there, but. No, no, no. The $9 fish, the $9 lunch special, you cannot beat that. It's way too much food for $9 yeah, and yeah. a drink, and. Yeah. Hey, there was this, and I'm talking about lunches under ten dollars. There was a, a Twitter Twitter feed Twitter thread on um, stop paying <laughs> over fifteen dollars for a sandwich. Here are the ten best sandwiches under ten dollars in LA. 
Another wreck, real quick. Sorry about that. Ooh, Another wreck. Get it in. You cannot beat Larchmont. One oh, cheese. No, it's not, dude. No, it's not. Their bread is fucked up. So look, Larchmont one cheese. Yeah, Larch, huh? What bread do you do? Like the hard one. French baguette. Yeah. I don't like their. I don't like. Whoa! Like it cuts my mouth. It cuts my mouth. Talk about Bay City, though. The ciabatta. The the Larchmont ciabatta though is fantastic. I do my turkey whatever my turkey sandwich on the ciabatta. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. The turkey avocado one. Yeah, I do that one, or there's another one that they put like the vinaigrette and all that. I, 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 yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have our sandwich war another day. Yeah, but we I, must. I, Jesus now, Christ, really? For now, for now, wine and cheese Bay and cities. Bay cities are both good. Sure, Bay yes. Is I'll give you. Do you guys have any recommendations? For um, that? is it like anything? Anything. 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 Could show, because be be a... I've been watching, or I just finished uh, Warrior. I don't know if. Yeah. Look, I just found out about this show, and it's like, I don't know why that show wasn't a bigger deal when it like first came out. HBO Max, man. It's on HBO Max now. Yeah, my uh, one of my homies told me about it. Easily the best show I've watched in years. It it was so fire. That show was great. Like, if you haven't watched it, fire it up, put it in your queue, and. Is later. there a new season coming? I, they say there's supposed to be a third season. Okay. That was the whole awesome. reason I... I awesome. Uh, yeah. All the Asian girls want to find him uh, so dude, bad. That show was <laughs> fucking great. So let me ask you about uh, Mori real quick. How do you feel about the technique where they spin the camera around and they speak very accented, broken English when they're... They're into that, and then when they're like in inside talking to each other, like it's like just like... Perfect English. Perfect yeah, English. What's, like, I mean, it's... It's interesting. It's kind of like... I've, never, I've fucking, seen that before. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a Disney cartoon movie where, like, all the fucking dinosaurs are talking. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to, like, realize that's what was happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. I first, like, realized it in, like, one of the scenes where... Um, I don't remember the girl's name. The the lady that owns the brothel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did it when she was, like, talking to the, the mm-hmm. white lady. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, you've, like, been speaking perfect English this whole time. Exactly. What's going on? It's, and I was like, okay, I guess. Cause... I mean, they really just did, like, the cartoon shit yeah. in real life. You yeah. know what I mean? Which well, is... they could have all spoken... I don't want to say perfect, perfect English is not wrong, not right, but like uninflected English, Asian, un- Asian accent inflected English, yeah. mm-hmm. but they chose not to, which I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, that's how the, it would have been at the time. And that's how, like when they were in the shootout and like the, where the fuck they were in the desert, where that whole thing was like, it's because does, they all pretend they don't know English. Yeah, 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 yeah. comes out with English. And yeah. you know, like, you know, our parents' generation, like, will Pretend they don't know any English when it's convenient. Hell for them. fucking yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> and then, we don't talk to no police like that. Yeah, oh, no, I, huh? no English. <laughs> and I'll say another show that I would recommend uh, if you're into like cartoons is Invincible on Prime. It's oh. like Saturday morning cartoons for adults. That show is fire. Like, Steven Yeun. Yeah, no. Steven Yeun out there. Saturday morning cartoons. Like, yeah, I started watching out. little Ed, Ed, and Eddie on HBO no, Max. If you <laughs> watch like if you watch Saturday morning like Batman. Like, uh, like the superhero shows, mm-hmm. Static Shock and all those. This is that with like an adult twist. Like yeah, there's yeah. like okay. it's gory. Like people are getting their heads cut off. Like there's like adult. The end of jokes episode. End of episode stuff. one, bro. The end of episode one. Nuts. Like that's what. Just watch, watch it. Watch it. What, what's it called again? Invincible. Invincible. On Prime. Okay. Yeah, who's, just, the, who's the crazy? Is who plays his dad? Voice actor for his dad. Um, uh, crazy fucker. Uh, the dude from the drumming movie. Yeah, yeah. What's no. the? Yeah, the drumming movie. That, he he uh, won an Oscar for that. Uh, Bald dude, scary ass name. drum director. Why the fuck am I famous as fuck? Drumline? It's not drumline. I was thinking, yeah, I don't remember. Whiplash, Whiplash, yeah. Whiplash. Yeah, the, uh, the trainer from Whiplash. They have like, like the crazy voice, like casted char- like for the characters. Like. Right. J.K. Simmons is yeah, plays Stephen Young's dad, and it's fucking terrifying. So yeah, <laughs> that show is ill, man. That show is great. Yeah. It's yeah, those are that's been what I've been watching. Shout out to God Sandro who plays his mom. Love both awesome. those wrecks. 
Jason, you got any rec for the people? Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw, uh, what was it, Euphoria? The Hell movie. yeah! Did you see the... The Jules? Uh, the two the specials, two, yeah, yeah. The two specials. that was actually I think one of Josh's records. Zendaya's um, Did you see uh, the Rue? Rue one, yeah, dude, yeah. that one fucked me up, dude. Inside the like, diner the whole yeah, time, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I was yeah. like, God damn, yeah. this shit is fucking good. Agreed, dude. and it's worth another record. You haven't seen that? Yeah, Definitely. watch Rue and Jules. That yeah, nothing, so I'm hell yeah, that. I'm ready for that. That show's great. I mean, Rue's alive. Slimothy? Um, I just. I guess it's kind of a record. I just started watching it. I only got through like half of an episode so far, but Exterminate All the Brutes, another one of those um, like history type shows. Damn, you're really on that right now. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been watching a lot of history shit. What's you know, this just about? Like, it's like, oh yeah, like all this fucked up shit in the world, it's been like this forever. Yeah, yeah. So like, don't be sad. This is just how it is. <laughs> oh no, I'm just looking at it. going. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, Exterminate All the Brutes is on HBO Max. Kind of just goes over like different times like different lands were conquered and all the fucked up shit that happened during those times shout out to the uh mongols <laughs> the, one, the mongols the one people who never got yeah conquered. they probably are the we most fucked the up group of people in the world uh, my recommendation is an album by pharaoh sanders and floating Ooh. points it's called promises it's the best album i've heard so far in 2021 Ooh. If you don't know who Pharaoh Sanders is, legendary saxophonist who played with Sun Ra, later uh, started his own thing, happens to be, you know, my girl's favorite musician of all time. I got to see him twice on his 70th birthday, Damn. and he's still ripping uh, right before quarantine, all that happened. And then Floating Points, I wasn't too familiar with them, but I think it's like a, a producer maybe from the UK who sort of makes electronic indie minimal stuff so it's the two of them together and that kind of thing could sometimes go disastrously yeah but it goes it's really really good um it's the best thing i've heard all year for Na- sure. name of the album one more time promises by promises. floating points and pharaoh sanders i actually started listening to hip-hop again a little bit because i have only been listening to r&b for a while oh. but um you know we down in the south again so uh check out a little bit of money bag yo and oh. bankroll freddy there it yeah. is bankroll freddy Kobe's waving goodbye. Our tea's running dry. The guys mm. have been kind with their time. I think we're going to call it that. Thank you for joining us for another episode of FCFC Pod. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Adios. FCFC. FCFC.